When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money interesting thing about investors most of them discover at some point that they need help managing their money because at some point it gets really complicated and and or we do dumb things so we go try to find someone to help us manage our money and well what should you expect from the people who manage money. What you get is often different than what you should expect. I'm Don. That's Tom talking real money. Tom, what should you expect? Well, I mean, this is always, this comes up a lot. I mean, and it's still a very small number of people that use an advisor. I forget. I think it's like 10% or something. It's it's small. Um, and if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you know what you're doing, that's great. I mean, there's two parts, by the way, of help, as Don pointed out. One is building a plan. Uh, creating a portfolio, rebalancing, doing all those things. The other is the Did emotional. I say those things? I don't no, think I said I, those. You kind of said you those said in those. fewer words. I, but then the other part is the emotional, because we're emotional beings and we have a tendency to make bad decisions at the wrong times. But this comes from a, a Wall Street Journal article that says, how to tell if your financial advisor is doing a good job. And the first one- I'd they love talk, to know what they think. Well, the first yeah. one is, how do the fees stack up against industry averages? That's a good start. Well, it's a good start, but I will almost guarantee you that 90% of people that use an advisor don't know what they're paying. 90? That's probably you are that being much. generous. No, 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 I mean, no Okay, no, maybe no. more. Yeah, I, I mean, bet 95 really yeah. don't know the no. full extent of nope. what they're paying. Nope, because no. they think, oh, I pay him 1% a year. Yeah, what about the investments? But mm-hmm. I don't pay anything for that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Right, you sure you do. You do. So, I mean, and they say investors who pay fees on assets under management might expect to pay 0.59% to 1.18% a year. Now that's baloney because we see people still charging 2% or more yeah, for asset Yeah, but you know, management. the reason they say that, Tom, is because many of their advertisers ah, are the people charging the 2%. There you go. There's my heedless contrarian coming back in 2023. So that's one. Um, then the next one is how does my investment performance stack up? Oh. And this is, but this is, Again, so if you, we talked about this on a recent podcast, if you hired the guy that put more than half of your money in one stock and they're up 32%, you're thinking you're a genius. No, um, you're thinking they're a genius. Yeah. Okay. Pardon me. Well, for hiring them, you're a genius. Oh yeah. Okay. But if here's, I think this is worth noting. If, if the portfolio performance is drastically different than a series of benchmarks, and I know these aren't... The S&P 500, global portfolio, you know, those kind of things. If you compare it to that and it's like, wait, I lost like 30%. Why did I lose so much? That's worth considering. Or wait, turn that too. Turn that 180 degrees. If the performance is far better in a given year than the indexes, than the, the overall average of the market, then they're doing something that is probably incredibly dangerous. And we know from recent television show, if they're making money basically every month, 
Nobody it's can make money. It's a Ponzi scheme. You can't make money every every period. Let's put it that way. Number three, does my advisor communicate to my liking? We know survey after survey shows most people get fired because they don't hear from their advisor. It's not about the fees. It's generally not about the performance. It's because they don't hear from their advisor. Well, okay. That th- this one, this one though, it has a lot to do with the 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 loose usage of the word advisor. That's true. You expect an advisor to on in the at least the investment advisory business to be an ongoing source of guidance, but the vast majority of the people who use the term financial advisor are people who sell product, and the only call to them that is worth making is the call that results in a sale. If there is no potential for a sale, they'd rather be calling somebody else because you are not worth their time. That is the truth. That is the truth. And here they say 42% of advisors said they connect with clients quarterly. We connect with our clients at least quarterly. And I think they, I think you should. I think your advisor should reach out to you. Life changes, things come up. And oftentimes- Now, bear in again, mind, that's self-reported. That's a good point. Thank you. Uh, no, it comes from smart asset. You trust. Yeah, them. but the forty-two percent of advisors say they contact. No, no, that's a survey by smart asset. And I know of, much of you trust advisors. Them. So yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So uh, number four, does my advisor keep up to date on industry trends? You know, like the new things, like Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. Okay, SPACs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was sitting here going, "Wait thing, a minute, what know? would be the proper answer to that?" The answer would be no. no My advisor exactly. does keep not keep up with industry trends. That's why I should hire them. And 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 you want them, but they should be aware of what's going on, right? Right, you but they better that. not be acting on no exactly. Industry and trends. the people that did, especially the last five years, my goodness, if they jumped into technology or they jumped into SPACs or they jumped into cryptocurrency, wow! Ka- I mean, that would have been Kathy bad. Wood, Kathy Wood, yeah, that would have Kathy been Wood. Really bad. I think that's you, you make a good point, but here's the here's the one I think is actually it's number five, but I think it's most important. Does my advisor tell it to me straight? A good advisor won't just tell you what you want to hear. For instance, an advisor needs to be able to tell a client candidly to postpone retirement. If there's a strong likelihood, they'll run out of money in retirement. This is the biggest mistake I see in our industry, because what's the one thing advisors don't want to do? They don't want to upset their clients. So if you come in, for example, the beginning of this year and say, hey, why'd you have me in that mutual fund that lost 40%? A lot of advisors will say, Oh, we better get out of that. Oh, one. yeah. I got a new one that's way better. We'll move you into that one. And that is a mistake generally. And again, they're, they're sort of pandering to your emotional makeup. So people, yes, you need to work with somebody who's giving it to you straight right. up. They need, and this is, but you see, this, this is why people don't know what they're being charged because one of the pieces of bad news that most of the investment advisory people out there don't want to share is what they're charging their client. And they don't know. And so the client doesn't know. And then the other thing is, is when a market has gone down, like we've seen, advisors, stockbrokers and the like, they, they just run away. They hide out. My wife would tell you a great story about that. Yeah, she I was, love that she was, story. She was there on Black Monday, 1987, yeah. working for Betcher and Company, as was I. The phones were ringing. People were and saying, what's it, going on? Phones were ringing. There was not a single broker in the office except <laughs> Debbie. She was uh, the only one there. There's That's a learning experience uh-huh. of sorts. 
<laughs> exactly. So, no, you need somebody to tell the truth. I got a couple other ones here. Good advisors also don't predict. There's a lot of people now saying, well, Did, this has to happen The Wall happen Street now. Journal didn't put that in. They, they didn't put that in. and No, they, they should have that in there. They should have that. because And now a lot of people are saying, well, don't worry. That was a bad year. But this year, we don't know this year. Mm-mm. We can hope, but we don't know. Number two, they don't trust ideas. They use back-tested, white paper-reviewed academic work. It's not a series of ideas. Well, as Eugene Fama said, he sees a new idea every few months from Wall Street. And he said in his long tenure, 50 plus years as a student and a professor and a Nobel Prize winner, he has seen maybe five things, five things over 50 years that showed uh, potential for higher returns. And that's why he's hard on Wall Street and maybe why he has the moniker Mean Gene. I don't know. Uh, and then back Oh, to I thought th- it was Green Gene. I thought that ah, was because he did uh, Captain Kangaroo now for a really while. you're really showing your age, Captain. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I, this one backs up uh, what, what the, the Wall Street Journal said. They can tell you no. Sometimes you have to tell people they're wrong. And that's part of being a good advisor. It, it's happened already this year. It I was going to say, I would imagine it's happened been quite a few times this year. It's not a good time. Trust me, because I'm in the seat across the way and I have to say, uh, no, actually, you're wrong. And here's why. And here's the evidence. But a lot of advisors will never do that. They're never going to tell their client, no, nah, you're because they, as you said, don't want to lose the client, got something else to sell, et cetera, et cetera. So those are, I think that's a great article. And I think some of this is reasonable and some needs a little more thought. I'll put it that way. Yeah, but they're not going to give. They are never in the Wall Street Journal going to in one of these pieces going to say avoid advisors who make predictions. They're just never going to say that. Well, no, because because it's so much of their audience Mm -hmm. and so much of their advertising uh, revenue. You got time for a couple of questions? I have time for questions all the time because I love questions more than anything in the world. It's fun. This comes from Michael in Maple Valley. He said, "I heard you discuss was." I heard you discuss wash sales on your radio show, but wondered if the following falls into the rule. I own a hundred shares of, he didn't give the stock. I want to sell 50 of them for a loss to cover some other gains. I do not want to continue to hold a position in the, in that stock. Uh, that's a much lower trading price. If I purchase 50 shares at the lower price, then the next business, they sell 50 shares at the higher. Will the set of track uh, transactions be considered a wash sale? Wait, I'm now confused. Does he own a hundred shares already? If I if, let's just take the last part of the question. If he purchases fifty shares at the lower price, and then okay. the next business day sells fifty that I already owned at the higher price, yeah, it's thirty days either yeah, side. Exactly. So yeah, okay, I get it now. Yeah, thirty days either side doesn't matter. It's still a wash sale. Okay. Uh, this one from David in Kirkland. Uh, will I? And be by getting- the way, but hold on a second. Yeah. A wash sale means that you can't deduct the loss. Thank you. That's what it means. And by the way, this only applies, you pointed this out in a recent podcast, but we can never forget to do that. This only applies in a taxable brokerage type of account, not Mm -hmm. in your IRS, Roth. You can do as much as you like trading there. We don't recommend it. Had somebody today said, can I open an account and trade? I said, yeah, but we won't be friends anymore. Um, okay. This won't be, wait, will they even be our client? (laughs) Probably not. We won't let them be a client. David writes from Kirkland. Will I be getting a 1099 from the U S treasury for the income earned from my I bond that I purchased? He said this year, but it's uh, late last year, last year. No, you will not. 
unless you sell your or you sold it last year. If you didn't sell it, then there is no taxable interest yet. Ooh, isn't that a nice feature? So they're deferring the it's interest to later. Wow, interest That's from like a tax a basis. Qualified account or something? It is. I I, uh, I was thinking about. it. I'm going. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is like it's like a little IRA. Uh, the the interest on I bonds accrues tax deferred until you sell them, and you're technically not supposed to sell them until five years out. So you get five years at least of deferred interest. And can so we ask it. how much interest you made last year on yours? Yeah. No, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll share it. that tell with Tell it to you. me straight, would you, Don, please? Just what? lay would it on me, man. Just would hit me I lie? Would I lie? Let's because see. Because I, I remember I was Mr. Mean Gene last year telling people, eh, I bonds. Eh, it turned out that actually it's one of the few things that made money last year. Um, I made. I don't have the uh, the number right here. I can't get back to my account okay. without doing the whole login. Yeah, But it easy. was it was about... On the 20,000 that I put in, I put some at the end of 2021 and then some at the beginning of 2022, I think it was about $1,500. Ah, like it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. On 20 grand. Yeah. Good for you. As I said, it's one of the- Certainly few- more than I made from Bank of America on Certainly my more we made zero one savings account. More we made from stocks and bonds last year. I did. I beat the heck out of my stock really and bond did. portfolio. Pummeled yeah. it. The only thing that did better was, again, the Iroquois REIT. So that's still the number one performer for I me. I do not believe the Iroquois REIT because no. can you? is it liquid? Can you sell it? No, Do you really land. know what it's worth? No. I, this is it's just some number. They just, I know. They tell me this is what it's worth. So I don't believe those. It's people. farmland, and that's become big deal. Bill Gates owns a lot of it, and a lot of other people do. Oh, so. I have a little message for all of you yes. here as we're coming up on the end of the show. If you like calling us live with your questions, there is there are two there's a 2-hour window once a week when you can call live and Tom and I will take your questions and answer them on the air in Seattle and then in a podcast the next week. And that is Saturday afternoons from 3 to 5 Eastern or noon to 2 Pacific time at 855-935 talk 855-935 8255. And, and and because our teams won't be anywhere nearly involved in the super uh, wild you mean card the weekend. Yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. It's easy weekend for us to stay busy with other endeavors. <laughs> not going to be watching the no, Broncos play no, or the Raiders. No, that's not, not pleasant in any way. If you want some additional help, yeah, you want us to look at your portfolio, help you a little bit, retirement plan. Gosh, we we give you an hour free, no obligation, no sales. That pitch. sounds like a sales pitch. It Tom. sounds like it, but you could. I wish I could give out the names of people that I've done this with. The lots and lots and lots, especially we've lately. had some call though and say I did. I had the meeting with Tom, and guess what? He didn't try to sell me anything. Ah, shocker there. So, or uh, I talked to Derek or yeah, so. uh, whomever, Joyce, or so you just go. to I talking. forgot the name of our advisors. <laughs> You better write them down. Taylor. You just go, there you go, Taylor. You just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and- Sean. Sean, yeah. keep going. You're doing what? Aaron? Aaron. You him? Yeah. Justin? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Uh, TalkingRealMoney. <laughs> you're going to get, you know what, for this when you visit next month. TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on- I don't know. Ask an advisor. Ask an advisor. T- ask an- No. No, Is that meet it? an advisor. Meet an advisor. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's paying attention here. Uh, uh, so do that. And then also, as I mentioned recently, join us for Retire Meet 
Don and I will both be talking. Paul Merriman will be talking. The uh, terrific Apollo Lopescu from Dimensional will be all kinds of great stuff. Purpose in Retirement, Secure Act 2.0. That is Saturday, the 25th of February, live in beautiful Bellevue, Washington, or online. Live so can, online. That's right. Uh, you can sign up for any of that at retiremeet.com. Take advantage of that. Or meat.com works too. Did I do well enough to earn lunch today, or what do you say? If you're going to eat some retire meat, yes. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to have a retire meat sandwich. You're so darn smart. Oh, that's what we should call them. When You, you know, the, Ooh, the, the like roast that. beef, it should yeah. be the retire meat sandwich. <laughs> the retire special meat we, sandwich. These are, these, are, these are cows that have been retired <laughs> they're, permanently. Downer, they're not downer cows. but No, they're, they're just cows, retired they're cows. retired cows. So good work. All Take right. advantage of all those things. We got to go now. Time to leave. That's good. Say goodbye, Tom. Say goodbye, Tom. You just repeated me. Oh, sorry. I'm Don. That's Tom. We talk real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy. you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.